Hello, friends. I'm Chase Jarvis. Welcome to another episode of the Chase Jarvis Live Show here on Creative Live. This is where I sit down with the world's top creatives, entrepreneurs, and thought leaders, and I do my very best to unpack actionable, valuable insights that are going to help you live your dreams in career, in hobby, in life, and however you want to apply these things. I'm just out there hustling, trying to extract this stuff from these amazing people and present it on a platter to you. My guest today is another pal, someone who I've known for a long time, which I think makes for fantastic fantastic conversation and it's not just a random pal it's a pal who is one of the best in the world at the things that he does it is mr gary vaynerchuk Yep, Mr. Gary V. If you don't know Gary V, uh, you've been living under a rock, uh, you don't look at the internet or don't care about anything digital, um, well, that's how, uh, maybe the only way you wouldn't have uh, heard of Gary V. But he is a serial entrepreneur. Uh, he started off selling baseball cards in his teens, and then he took his family's wine business, selling wine, and he, uh, this was, you know, a $3 million business when his pops and his, uh, I think his pops was running it, and then he took that to more than $50 million in revenue in just five years. And most recently, he's jumped into his biggest and most hairy adventure starting a company a few years ago called the Vayner Media, which is today one of the top respected and certainly fastest growing digital agencies in the world. He's also a best-selling author, a renowned keynote speaker, and overall, Gary's just, he's a hustler. Um, he preaches the hustle, but he does it with a flavor and some panache that only can be attributed to Gary. As I said, Gary and I are pals. We have both been on one another's shows before, and I think that adds up to a really powerful show here because A, we get right into it, B, we're both interested specifically in delivering really actionable, concrete advice. He was on a very early version of Chase Jarvis Live and one of the most popular of all time, hundreds and hundreds of thousands of views on that YouTube show alone. Um, and I've also been on his YouTube show, the Ask Gary V Show, which I think he's done 200 or more of those. And my appearance was one of, I think his audience voted or whatever, but he did a blog post of one of his top five episodes of all time with yours truly. And in this episode, we go right to the meat, as I mentioned a second ago. Super tactical, super actionable, and this one is very much for creatives and entrepreneurs. We talk about many things, one of which is social platforms, Gary being a social visionary. We talk a lot about what kind of creatives should be using what platforms and why. We talk about one of my favorite things, um, Snapchat, which if you are not following me, I'm just at Chase Jarvis. Add me now, like I'll wait Okay, don't forget to add Gary too. Gary is Gary V with G-A-R-Y-V-E-E. -E. Um, anyway, we go off on Snapchat. We talk about negotiating. He tells a story about doubling his asking price in one, in a single phone conversation. Uh, it's a great story. We talk about something that only Gary V talks about, which is scaling the unscalable and the concept around that about how time and attention is so valuable. And if you can give it and deploy it in a way that A, makes people feel really really felt and heard that that in and of itself can create scale for your business, whether that's a, a mom and pop thing or a, a mega multi-million customer sort of, you know, big internet entrepreneur kind of show. And we talk about how there is absolutely no room for complaining, no room for whining. Gary gives a great why and even a how behind that. So I know you're going to find a lot of value in this year episode, but before we get into the show, I would like to give a shout out to our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Creative Live. Creative Live is the world's largest hub for online creative education. 
education in photo video, art design, music and audio, and the ability to make a living and a life in those disciplines. It's the highest quality, highly curated classes taught by the world's top experts. We're talking Pulitzer Prize winners, Oscar winners, Grammy Award winners, New York Times bestselling authors, and the best entrepreneurs of our time. Names like Richard Branson, Mark Cuban, Ariana Huffington are on the platform. And you get classes taught from guys like Tim Ferriss, Lewis Howes, uh, Ramit Sethi. Again, I could list uh, a thousand other names of the top photographers, designers, musicians, the best in class. You get it. Now, right now, if you're familiar with me and my work, you might be saying, well, wait a minute. Isn't that a company that you started, Chase? Well, yes, it is. In fact, Creative Live makes this entire podcast possible. And in fact, all of my longstanding Chase Jarvis Live shows. Creative Live has millions of students around the world. More than 2 billion minutes of education have been consumed on that video platform. So, you know, that's a little bit of the sort of the what and the how behind Creative Live. But here's the why, which I think is so critical. Creative Live exists to help you live your dreams in career, hobby, and life. In short, I started Creative Live with a bunch of really committed friends because we saw a a big need in the world. We wanted to help our peers and friends and, and folks out there in the world transition to new careers, live new dreams, take the leap, if you will, into an entirely different sort of direction where you can leave that job, maybe your job with the man, and strike out on your own. I also saw my peers in the photo and design world needing to sort of up their skills and get ahead. And I saw friends who were happily working at great companies but wanted to pursue their hobby to a next level that you know might someday parlay into a side hustle. So we built that platform. Uh, these classes at Creative Live are the most highly and authentically produced of any of the online video platforms you'll experience. The top experts, it's all shot with 48 cameras, all in HD, beautifully presented and accessible on desktop, tablet, mobile. You know I stand for quality and that's what Creative Live uh, puts out. To that end, I have also taken it upon myself to curate a handful of my very favorite classes and mix them in with some of the top performing classes on Creative Live. And I'll bake that into a landing page called creativelive.com slash hustle just for you. This community listens to our podcast here. So you should go there and you should check that out as a special thank you for being a podcast listener. If you find a class that you love, either from the ones that I've curated or elsewhere on the site, and you want to buy it, during checkout, enter the code CHASER. That's my name plus an R, just C-H-A-S-E-R. And do that during checkout and you'll get 25% off your order. Uh, I think that's awesome and I hope you do too. So thanks very much for checking it out. Let me know what you think. Now that's it for the sponsors. Uh, Now let's get into the show. I need to comment off the gate. I'm sorry, this is how I roll. That was quite, a, you, that was very well done. I, I have a lot of pride in my one take, bang it out, no, no signs behind the good looking dude right there. And you just did that and I'm impressed and I wanna give you daps and I hope everybody's watching. Thank give you. you daps. That was extremely well done, man. Pro. You're good at this. Pro, likewise. I'm impressed. Well, I mean, when <clears throat> we sit down for your show, for yes. example, we've done the Gary V, or Ask mm. Gary V show. There's that that went well. I guess Very there was well. a lot. Of, there's a lot of energy when you and I are together. It's, a, it's um, true. I think D Rock. I sat on your lap. Yeah. In Seattle. <laughs> I don't know if you guys remember true. that. Maybe you want to clip that in. Right there, now. there was a um, when we were setting up the lighting for this. Well, these guys were setting up the lighting. They actually only put lights on this spot. And I was like, well, what about the other one? They well, he's going to sit on your lap, right? You guys were fucking with us. That was pretty good. I'm not going to lie. Um, Real to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, all the way on the other coast. Um, What's like, obviously, yeah, what's cooking? This thing blew up, congratulations. Thank you. Congratulations. 
Um, I made a video about it, not just because we're friends, but because it was super valuable, and because I made a little cameo. Yeah, that's true. Read. Yes, you did. That was fun. Um, did very well. You know, it's funny. I've started saying this out loud for the first time. I don't like to talk in third person, so I never thought about it this way. I never allowed myself. But there's clearly, I'm living two lives. I'm clearly living Gary Vaynerchuk, the CEO of VaynerMedia, and like running businesses, an yep. investor. Uh, running a large venture fund, and then there's this Gary V character that that is my side hustle. And the truth is, and I think I think most of you that are watching right now that have consumed me once, twice, zero times, four times will not believe this. I think you, people that really know me, sure, know this to be true. I I much I love being Gary Vaynerchuk. I operate. I'm a businessman. Yeah. I'm thrilled that I ended up having the charisma and showmanship that has made it valuable in today's 17 cameras, my phone is my camera, content at scale, you know. <laughs> Speaking I'm, of, you should do some stuff on this thing. <laughs> nice catch. Uh, in the dark, in the dark, the very nice catch. Uh, so, I'm, I'm in this great spot right now. We're literally on the flight to LA yesterday from New York where I was. I, on the Wi-Fi, told my assistants, I'm like, hey, I need you to look at my calendar for the next 100 days. I need you to help me, help me from me. I need to be, I need to be the CEO of this company, not do every interview, yeah, podcast. Right. And so. That could go on it, forever, that's what I It could go I on forever. Yeah. I love it, but I've gotten my fix. Yeah. I've gotten my sizzle fix. I've been on every podcast. I'm sorry for all of you that do that. Um, I've, I've been heavily on the show for two years. I've been doing the Daily V. I'm hardcore Snapchat. Um, and, I, uh, and I'm happy right now because I'm having a lot of business meetings, operational meetings. And so what's happening is I'm, I'm going through my motions, my motions that I'm very thankful for, which is I'm uh, living my dream, which is the uh, professional chase of buying the New York Jets. And, uh, and I'm also in a nice place as a dad and a husband and, and a friend. Um, I'm, even in my 18 hour days that I work, I'm finding time to be all in on the weekends and vacations and Great. you know this is the week, I don't know when this airs, but this is the week of the NFL draft. So I flew from LA to San Francisco this morning at six o'clock, we're doing this, I got a couple meetings. In a couple hours I'm flying from here to Atlanta, Atlanta to South Carolina. I'm doing an event uh, in South Carolina and a business meeting, but then I'm flying up to Westchester at five o'clock in the afternoon, six o'clock in the afternoon and going to watch the NFL draft with my brother and my buddies and so, you know, hacking. Yeah. What's the, uh, like, I think both of us uh, carry the, the, um, the persona is a wrong word, I don't like talking about it in that, but we sort of get characterized as hustle. Yeah. And, you know, thanks to you, I'm on Snapchat, it's my favorite platform right now. I'm, fuck, I'm having so much fun with it. I don't know if you know this, and I don't know if you guys edit or how you guys want to clip, one of the first times publicly I talked about Snapchat's ROI was when we were together in 2013 when somebody asked, "What if I'm a photographer, what should I be focused on? This is three years ago. And I was like, Snapchat, and everybody was like, what? Um, (laughs) So mainly I'm asking him to edit that into this interview for you guys, (laughs) just because I want the humble brag. Plus I also like seeing my fat face. That was actually my height of weight. For example, I would tell you if I'm a photographer right now, the number one place I would build an audience on, number one. Can I guess? No, you take it. I think I kind of previewed it. Oh, you it. did actually. That's that why I don't, want you, get cre- I don't want you to right. get credit amongst the audience. <laughs> the number one place I think that they should be building an audience on is Snapchat. Let me explain why. So Snapchat, 
for people that are watching, the, the talk is about naked selfies, right? And all this jargon. The reality Junk. is, Boom. the reality is, is that Snapchat is the one place that you can almost guarantee consumption. Because the picture disappears, people actually click it and look at it for those eight seconds. Whereas in Twitter and Facebook, you don't see everything. You're just going through it too quickly. Where in Snapchat, you actually give that photo, oh by the way, you give it those seven, 10, 11 seconds. I've been able to drive much bigger business results, trending topics on Twitter through Snapchat over the last two months than I've been able to do through any other platform. If I'm a photographer, the ability for me to take a photo and then send it to my Snapchat audience and actually have it consumed and right on top of it, if, unless you're a purist, I get it. You no. know? But the truth is, that to me is a place where they need to be paying attention to. And so it goes on and on and on. Just like if I was a filmmaker or a video person, I'd be very much paying attention to Vine and trying to figure out how to make six second micro videos that bring awareness to me, that leads me to gateway you to my YouTube, which lets you to gateway me to hiring me. It's just this evolution of opportunity. The awareness funnel starts now on social networks and on mobile devices and the people that realize how to story tell there because that's where the consumer's attention is. When they figure out that, they then have an at bat to be able to do what they need to be doing. Got it. Anyway, but so they, I know, we, 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 characterize, we characterize the hustle. I'm a and, hustler. Yeah, but I, I feel like I get the same moniker and more than business questions, I think because people can apply hustle to any discipline. Yep. What's your recipe for that? Because there's a sanity, like is it, is it balance? Is it all in and rest? Is it go super deep till you crash? And then and I just ask them. I'm extremely bad at being anything but myself. So Thank God. Um, what I think has happened is it's been extremism and momentum. Yeah. So if, here's a fun fact, I will not have a lunch meeting. If I have a lunch meeting, I will become lethargic and not be able to hustle. Interesting, So why? I don't know, maybe it's the food, maybe because, my, maybe because in my 20s, from 22 to 30, running Wine Library, being a retailer, I never ate breakfast and lunch. And so I don't know if my body's been conditioned that when I eat, get tired, because I used to eat dinner at 10 p.m. and like have all 4,000 calories in <laughs> one right. second. It's like a snake, right, uh-huh. you eat once a day. It's what, it's what it was. Yeah. Um, I think I'm extreme um, and momentum, meaning go, 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 and then, I mean, I'm dead. Same. And when I say dead on Friday night, Friday at 11 p.m., I'm finished. Because what I put on the field from 6 a.m. Monday to Friday at 11 p.m., I know, I don't think, I know I'm in the top 0.01% of actual hours because I'm really, you know, I am going six to. Six to 12, six to 10. Yes, yeah. I mean, the earliest that I will come home is 11 p.m. at night. But so, so I think this is the, the answer that the people at home want is like, is that something that you taught yourself to do or is that you? Because I know it's me. I think that's something my parents oh, taught me a little bit. Uh-huh because I watched my dad do it. Yeah. I think it's in me. Yeah. Um, I think it's, it's, it's also the thing that I think is the most practical. So if you're watching right now, here's an important thing to say. You're not gonna become more talented. You can work on your talents to get them to a higher level, but it's, it's incremental. Sure. You're not gonna become, I'm not gonna become an unbelievable all-time artist or videographer, or photographer, or painter, or rapper, or surfer, or frisbee player. I'm just not. All of those things I can become better at. The one thing you can control, I feel, is time. I don't have to watch House of Cards. I don't have to play Candy Crush. 
I don't have to do that shit that everybody does on the plane. What's that fucking thing? So with the, du- so Duco, the, the numbers. There's all like, it's universal. I, Everyone around. I'm like me, looking every I, I, all these flights. I'm like, what the? F- these guys are the girls. They're spending four hours. We just flown from New York to fucking L. A. And you just wrote a ton of fucking numbers into a box. Now, first of all, respect yeah. because maybe that gal. Maybe that's your burn off. Exactly. Your works, out, yeah. Every Sunday in the fall. You will find me burning out for eight hours, first parking lot, then game, burned out. Like, yeah. it's a football game. It doesn't have ROI to my hustle. It's my escapism. Sure. So maybe that's how people's brains work. Maybe it makes them sharp if they're programmers. But if you're, I, I would say this, Chase. If you're watching and you complain, this is a new way that I'm framing this conversation. All of my advice, all of my extremism, all of the way that you guys judge me is fine if you don't complain. If you complain, if you right now, before you watch, if you and your buddy are in a coffee shop right now and you're watching this because your buddy said, oh, you gotta watch Chase and Gary, and 20 minutes before you did that, you were sitting there and complaining that you're not winning or life is unfair or the man is holding you down or, or damn, Bernie Sanders should have won because we all need to make $25 an hour minimum. Like, if you complain, well, then you need to look at what you're spending your time on because if you complain, you're not gonna complain your way to more talent, but if you complain and you watch this and then unearth something, maybe you will play six hours less a week of video games. Maybe you do not have to, I do not have a Netflix account. Do you know how insane that is? <laughs> like, that upsets me. I feel like that should be, like nobody should be allowed to be in that position in 2016. But I don't, I don't watch. Yeah. I don't consume stuff because I'm working, because it's what I want, and it's the thing I feel I can control. And all the time that's left is a little sliver for the Jets, a solid sliver for my family, and that's it. And you know this. I do know it. You know this, you know how, you, you know how I roll amongst the other personalities. I don't have time yeah. to like do the it's weekend a choice. stuff. It's a choice for me. Like the People say, well, how, how do you live two separate lives where there's the hustle? I don't, I try and make it. I mean, I worked, my wife Kate produced you know, a thousand photo shoots all over the world for 10 years for us together. And that was like, it was a lot of business, but we spent a lot, and we never had to come home and say, hey honey, how was your day? Because we were like this close to each other. And there's 15 other people and it was very, very messy. Now that I'm really focused on Creative Live right now, there's a little bit more compartmentalization, but I've built a living and a life around the things that I love. So it's a little bit less separation for me. I think at the end of the day, let me characterize this. Is it know thyself? Is it like you're being you? Self-awareness. Self-awareness. Is the game. It's why it's in the title of the book. Wasn't it on the like some pyramid at Delphi or something like that? Know thyself. It's like it's many thousands of years old. We're not writing this book for the first time. Um, There's nothing that's being written for the first time. For sure. The only thing we're doing is we're synthesizing it for 2017. There's no. It's, I it's love packaging when, exercise. Yeah. A hundred percent. I love when people are like Gary Vee, like in my Facebook comments. Gary Vee, Rick Thompson said that in 1942. I'm like, great. Fucking caveman John said it in fucking <laughs> 4 A.D. Like, there's nobody. Like, nobody owns any of this shit. I have no yeah. interest in. I, there's people who've been selling hustle and work hard before, like me, like way before me. It's how do you apply it to the context of a mobile first world of a what we're doing right now was inconceivable, For, oh, you know, absolutely. in 1974, what we're doing right, 1974, yeah. that was four minutes ago. This was, this kind of quality of talent and, and production and equipment was only for one place, national yeah. television. Yep. So, to me, people piss me off because they're complaining and their great-grandparents 
if they're not alive, would literally come out of the grave and punch kids in the mouth right now because they didn't have the fucking internet to make your dreams come true. There was no practicality to living the lives that we're living. Let's call a spade a spade. Me, with all my stuff. I would have a bunch of liquor stores in New Jersey right now if I was the generation before me. Which would be fine, but it's Hell yeah, it would have been fine. I wouldn't have not, I would have not known another thing. For sure. Of course it would have been fine. Look at me. I came from nothing. My family came from nothing. Now I'm the biggest real liquor retailer on the East Coast. It would have been amazing. Yeah. But the platforms we have now, you could be the greatest entrepreneur of a generation if you want, if you're good enough. The opportunity has never been greater. The internet is America on steroids and you still have people complaining. About opportunity, <clears throat> about, yeah, yeah. I just don't, I don't, I, listen, I'm so happy so many of you do it. More for me. Keep fucking complaining. <laughs> Thrilled. Oh, Interesting. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put a pin in two things. Right, One, first of all, is like. The, the, Good thing you stopped that. Yeah, I, I know, really I know, I know better. I, know I just better. don't understand. Yeah, yeah, before you. Chase, seriously, give me one more second before you segue. <laughs> okay. Can we, can you like help me here and get on this bandwagon? Like, we're, we're so lucky. We are lucky. They're so, we're so lucky. Like, you could have been a, you could have been an ant. Do you, ever, do, yeah, you ever I, think, I, do you ever think about the rarity of being a human being? I don't. I'm, I Let don't. me help you. Okay. The fucking math <laughs> between be, of actually becoming a human being is impossible. I, I can't think about that because it paralyzes me, but the reality is that if you even take it outside of just becoming human, but being born in a place where there is opportunity, where you do have access to resources. Can we make a resources. rule right now? Yes. If you are a white man in America, you should go to jail for complaining. New rule, new rule. If you are a white man in America, you are at the 1% of the 1%, even if you were born with zero dollars. It's just the truth. This is the number one market. Being a white man is the born in fucking leadership role. It's just the truth. And uh, that's the new rule. Okay, let's try and add some actual insights for the people who, I mean. Here's an actual insight. If you're a white man, stop fucking complaining. Thing one. Thing two, we're gonna try and address the rest of that, the 99% in the next 25 minutes here. And I wanna do two things. One, the fact that we talked about now we're in this special, very special time. Why don't you turn some sort of live streaming thing on, whether it's Facebook Live or just actually We'll, we'll do a little meta thing right now. Okay. Um, and you can ask, Nasa, if you want to ask some questions. Actually, why don't you scoot over? Yeah. The t- you guys are not ready to move all these cameras, but press go on that thing. And, and so we'll live this in real time as yeah. part of the show. Yeah. More, more on me, a little bit less on yeah, him. Much more on me. Can. <laughs> it, it ending crashed. ending live video. Yeah. So. Perfect. <laughs> So while we're, um, yeah. I like a little bit of chaos here. So while we're waiting for Nasa, you, are we, yeah, we'll do some Facebook Live. So the, the thing one I wanted to do was something that is like meta. So thing two is when we talk about actionable insights, yes. one of the things that people talk about is hustle. The other, and you talk about effort, outworking people through time. What are some things that creators in particular have a disproportionate opportunity from other folks on, we can talk about just Creators to me have a big advantage on moving fast Mm -hmm. on undervalued real estate. So when I was pushing you like, hey, Snapchat, hey, Snapchat, it was because I knew that you would win. I knew that I would see you in a couple of months and you would say exactly what you said in the beginning of the meeting. Because I'm like, you're a creator, you're a storyteller, you know what to do, 
And even though right now, because of the headlines yeah. and what you know of Snapchat right now, you're not thinking it's gonna be so great. But in four seconds, I mean, how long yeah. did it take you? It took me like literally a day before I figured out the app and realized that, oh my God, this is like, this big. Is, it's big because it's so fast and so intimate. And like, the, it's literally the fastest form of creativity that I've ever experienced. So I love, you know, I used to shoot <laughs> feature films and then it was smaller videos and now it's my whole sort of world is in a 10 second world and I'm having so much fun. It's lightweight. It's a way to tell stories so fast. And restrictions create amazing storytelling. Absolutely, creativity. Uh-huh. Con- constraints. So what do I think? I think for all of you that are watching now that I'm finally calmed down from my rant, <laughs> um, I think that you are the generation that's gonna understand what to do on Vine and Musical.ly and Snapchat and Anchor and, and all these things that will continue to emerge. And for all of you, you might have missed the boat on, on Facebook. You might have missed, I, I caught the YouTube Twitter game. Yep. But other people caught the Instagram game. My partner Jerome Jar in our talent agency, he caught the Vine game. DJ Khaled caught the Snapchat <laughs> game. Ashton Kutcher caught the Twitter game. Yep. And there's gonna be people that are gonna catch the Facebook Live game. There's people that caught the Periscope game, the Blab game, the, and it goes on and on and on. And I think what the great thing is about our space is a lot of you watching right now saying, damn it, I shoulda went all in on, on Instagram as a photographer four years ago. I've got great news for you. There's another thing. That's right, and, and you just go backwards, use it, learn it, don't punt it. Even though you're in last place and you're not proud of your following count, never let following count be a self-esteem barometer. At all. Become a craftsman in it, because when the next Instagram comes, when the next photography-based, photographer's eye-based platform comes, which it will, yep. which it will absolutely, uh, you may move quicker this time because you learned from the last time. And it's funny, I told everybody to go on Twitter that knew that I was right about YouTube the year before, but I wasn't me and nobody listened. It was so fun for me in December and January to tell my homies to get on Snapchat. A lot more of you listened because I've got a little street cred now and a lot of won, a lot have done really well. It's still super early. I'm not sure if it's sideways and we can't see the things that are coming in because it's sideways. No worries. um, Part of the the Snapchat story, A, yes, I'm super grateful that you pushed me to do that early. Let's talk a little bit more about why the... Let's see, go ahead. What's going on over there? It's all right, keep going. Um, Let's talk a little bit about why Snapchat is valuable and let's talk about attention. And specifically, I believe that creatives, creatives and people who are paying attention to this broadcast have a bigger opportunity to make an impact because the medium is the message and if you can create, then you are gonna stand out. Because there's a lot of people who are not creating, they're just typing words, and, and that's not, not to say that it's not creative, but we can stand out from the other folks who are not creative. Listen, video above pictures, pictures above written word, I mean, that's been pretty established in society. Like, like I think that's, uh, that's been something that we've seen, and so I think that can somebody who writes break out on top of somebody who does video? Of course, if you're the best at your craft, you can break out, but I don't disagree with you. Anybody that's taking pictures or making videos in yep. today's society can yep. win. For sure. So, but what is it? Is it the actual content? Is it the message? Is it's, the medium it's is the, the people, message? It's the people, I don't think the medium's the message for me. Yeah. I think it's the people that know how to translate the context of the medium with their message, that's who wins. So, I look at all these platforms as yeah. filters, Okay. As long as I start as a pure form of me yep. and I understand how to filter contextually into those places, yep. I will win. How do I translate? I, I'm different. I'm different on Snapchat than I am on Instagram, than I am on Twitter, than I am on Facebook. Yep. 
but I'm always me. But that's but you, you need to be. You've been pitch, pitching that for a long time, right? Being native to the platform. Jab, 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 right hook. For sure. It's but the but also, whole thesis. But native to the platform is also like that's giving content. Yeah, what's going on here? It's just crashing. Yeah, I just over and over and over. I'll let you right. do it one more time, um, and then I'll give you a little breathing cool. time so I don't sweat on one another. But so you've been talking about the medium as a message. And one of the things that I love about Snapchat, not, not to go on and on about Snapchat, but it is it's like three or four things mashed into one thing. So there's the messaging component of it, there's the uh, the photography part of it, there's the video part of it, there's the play part of it, all the little faces and things there's like that. There's a lot there. There's a lot there. That's, that's where Snapchat's done a really good job. Yeah. The play is actually very important. Yeah. Because it's more context tools. For sure. I mean, it's, it's a and, big and deal. And like the, <clears throat> fil- the geographic filters, the, the, all that stuff I'll put under play. But there's also one thing that we I would like to talk about now, which is the attention. So the relationship that now that I, I made the ask just a couple days ago for people to go sign up for 30 Days of Genius. It's free. Press the button. You get to hear from you, Richard Branson, Ariana Huffington. I know like, what you're about to say. Go ahead. You were stunned how much converted from Snapchat compared to other places that you've been on. You ready for this? Yep. I've been a leader. I've been on it for seven years. I have 1.2 million followers. If I post on Twitter right now to tweet me something, and then I go with my 1.2 million reach, potential reach, and then I go to Snapchat and tell people from Snapchat to go to Twitter and tell me something, more people do it from Snapchat. Wow. Think about that. Yeah. So, I know. Why do you think I pinged you? Think, <laughs> how many times in the last four years have I bothered you and said, do this? Not very many. How about, I don't Two, know. Two, three. Yeah, I mean, and honestly, yeah. I think you're kind of, sh- like, I, I, I think it's the only one. I'm trying to think if, like, there was anything, like, it's so rare. I'm trying to help you with your, the shit that you're. No, but you know what I mean? Like, I mean, like, do oh, this. oh yes. Yeah. No, no. Asking you to be like, hey, I got a book coming out. Can we for do sure. something? No, I mean, Chase, for your vested interest, True. you need once. to go do this. Only once. And, and that's, um, there we go. It's working. There we go. Um, and, that's, and that's why I did it because I knew. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, Because I knew that it was going to benefit you. And for me, the paying mm. forward of, and think about it. Here you have this important 30 day genius thing. Yep. You've only been doing Snapchat for 100 days. Not even. Right? And think about the, I mean, it's crazy. It's, it's crazy. attention. It's crazy. It's attention. So one of the things that I'm trying to do yes. uh, is I'm really trying to personalize as much of it as I can for the people that are responding to me. And it's a hell, it's a huge time commitment, but it's very easy for me to do that in the back of an Uber, right before, you know, when I wake up, when I'm Does that mean one-on-one messaging with Rick? Or does that mean you've got a sense of what the community is there and you're producing content based on that? Both things. I'm, yep. I'm sort of living a dual life yep. and I'm finding, I actually personally extract value from seeing the messages from individuals because there's so much more context with video. And you know, reading a tweet, it's not, not, not bad. It's like, hey man, you've changed my life, you helped me yeah. in career. But to get like a visual message from someone, that's really, really powerful. So Have you started, have you, uh, where's my phone? I have it. Hey, have how's you it going started, guys? Have you started doing this, Chase? This is my favorite move right now in Snapchat. And maybe you guys, you'll see what I do and maybe you guys can show it on the screen. And you feel, could, for, yeah, and feel free to it. flip us some questions if you want, like they're too small and so, happening too fast for me. So somebody will send you a message yep. and then you do this. Thanks bro. This is faster than typing for sure. and deeper relationship. So how is that different? That's, that's a nice move right there, that's the. So press the little camera button. That's what exactly. You just did so like that camera button in, in right, there, right there. If you do that, so one of the things I've been doing is I've been able to respond. Um, 
this to these things way more often, right? Yeah. So let me know if you're available. I'm honestly lost for words because I said hello. You know, let me know when you're available. I'm honestly like lost for words right now for the sole reason you responded. That's like it. Hundred of those a day. It's My amazing. friends on Facebook Live, all of you that are going to watch here, let me make a really good actionable statement. Great. Though it's a big state, it's just a general statement. Scaling the unscalable is where all the action is. The one asset that everybody knows everybody's got the same amount of is time. And so if you took the three seconds to say hey or hello or when you look here and say hey Julian Jari, right? You know like when you just do that and I do that all the time and then a lot of times I like to hit the like, you know like the little, little, there (laughs) There we go. go. And now Julian gets a chase liked my, you know. You know, it's crazy. You may think it's very lightweight, but I call it the Ricky Henderson effect. For all you sports fans, Ricky Henderson was a very good baseball player in the 80s. I went to my first Yankees game. We sat fairly close, big ups to my dad for getting tickets from the liquor guys. (laughs) We were fairly poor still. I went with my uncle, because my dad always worked. And Ricky Henderson was going to the dugout. And and whether he looked at me, because now, you know, the amount of times I now wave at somebody (laughs) in the crowd, and like 70 people are like, hey, Gary V, wink. (laughs) Gary looked at me. But he, he winked at me, that was it. You're in, you're just like And so a like, a a response, a hello. You know, this is what I wrote about with the Thank You Economy two books ago. I think it really matters. Um, And where the attention is of the time, you get even more. So I don't get the reactions on Twitter for responding that I used to. But a Snapchat message response, Blows people away. I, I love it. It's so much. It's it's like it's the medium again is so powerful. Video is more powerful than words for me because you get to see the expression on someone's face. And I mean, <clears throat> I'm just like sitting there, like I'm super happy to receive this from you. Thank you very much. And they get to see the expression. Like I, I know what it feels like to sit next to you. And this is the next best thing. 100%. There's energy. There's sort of you can't replicate that in a written word. You just fucking can't. I totally agree. Big right. shout out to Jared Pollan. Yeah, what's up, Jared? How you doing, bud? All right. Um, you want to fire off a couple questions? Uh, sorry, there's too many questions coming in here. How, how can a photographer build a business where they are not doing all of the work? Hmm. Meaning they want to build a business, they live in Philly, but the work is in Arizona? I think more like they want to build a business and not, not work? just be the only person. <laughs> they want to be the only person, not the only person who's taking pictures. For me, if your name's on the door, then you have to take the pictures because... But there's and, photography no- firms that have employees, right? For sure. That is that is a very different style of building. Like you can build a photography company. I think the amount of photography That's, That would be VaynerMedia, right? My name's somewhat on the door. Sure. It's not like I'm community managing for GE right now. Right, but you're also not, you're not actually the one taking the pictures. You're not actually the one who's writing the copy for the ads. That's for right. As, as long as, I, I think to that question, yeah. and, and they're both work, both sure. work. I think, is lo- I think the mistake that a lot of people make is they're not upfront with people That's in the fair. beginning. So I think if you have chase photography, yep. um, you need to, in your website, in your deck that you pitch, you need to say, look, I am Chase. I'm a great photographer. You don't get me. Unless. I've curated the 58 billion people that applied, and these are the 16 I pick, and we will right. crush it against any other alternative. And you know what I say, and by the way, I say this very rarely, because I'm busy, but sometimes if it feels right, and if a client's big, I'm like, look, you can have me. I'm like, it's expensive, yeah. you know, so. So I'm actually a little bit, I have a slightly different opinion. There is a way that you can build that business, but I don't think, I think it's A, you're, you get you deviate from the creativity part so fast, you're, it's very hard to differentiate when you're, there's a bunch of people who work for you taking pictures. If it's like John or Sally's wedding service and you get a bunch of photographers that are out there taking pictures, 
to me, that actually that that is a downgrade of your brand and your quality. If by and actually, you can make a shitload more money, in my opinion, by being the best in the world, charging totally extremely. Who's high that prices. really famous woman photographer that gets paid like a drillion? There's a lot of them. Annie Leibovitz. That's exactly right. <laughs> I I don't know. I just right. see that a lot. That right. she like gets a drillion to yeah. do it. like. I, to, by the way, me, that's, but that's wait a, a minute, wait a minute, minute real sure, quick, sure, and this is interesting, this is why it's fun to have both, like, it comes down to you. So like, to me, the thought of get, being, the thought of going in, we started this interview, you guys didn't yep. see this on Facebook, but you guys did. I could make $150,000 giving a speech 200 days a year right now. Do, do, you, know how, do you know how insane no, that is? Yeah, do you know how much that's money that is? Exactly. To do something that's so, but I don't want to. Right. I want to build scale. For sure. I love the idea of 53 Vayner Media offices in Singapore and, and in Sydney, Australia, like, and I'm not doing it. It depends on, but I love building businesses. So you have to understand if, you're, if you love your craft, like if there's 100%, how much of your percent is the craft? Like I like taking the photos, yep. and how much are you an entrepreneur? I like building a photo firm. I think that's a really interesting thing. I want to jump into a question Dude, that I'm very go. passionate about. Actually, you know, before you go do ahead. that, I'm going to say one thing. So, if like to me, I'm just ad- admitting that that for me, it was like all about having Chase Jarvis, the photographer. I did that for 10 or 15 years. Yeah. Very top one half, yes. of one half of one percent of earners in the field. And then you leverage that and, to other opportunities. Exactly. Yeah. And I loved it. Smart. It was amazing. It was the craft. But after you do that, that feels like Groundhog Day. If you do it for 10 years, you go from the Apple shoot to the Nike shoot to the Mercedes shoot to the. Yep. You do that for 10 years, you're like, great. I want what's something bigger. I take my name off the door. How can we scale? I get and it. Instead of giving people fish, how can we teach millions I, of people? I totally to fish. understand. So and listen, I'm trying to do both. Games. By the way, I started a marketing firm on the back of me being the marketer of a liquor business and wine shop and learning the craft. I have, I yep. did ten years of operating my marketing craft. I didn't win the wine library game by being the best at stocking the shelves. Right. So true. this guy's got All a great right. question. Go, yeah, go to your question. Ely says, "What do I tell the wife when I want to do more non-paid photography work to increase work for photography work?" I'm fascinated by this question. Yep. I'm dying to hear Powerful. what you're gonna say because yeah, I have a stuff. feeling this is very big in your world. Yep. Yep. I'm one of the great advocates of spec work yep. in the world. The, I will still now, I just out loud said I get paid six figures to speak if it's the right event that does the right thing for me at my brand to get more work, I will go and speak. If Ted and Davos and South By don't wanna pay me, which and by the way, they don't. that's where I'm at now, <laughs> yeah. so that's what it takes. But the 50 that I say no to now, that came in today, they were all the ones I said yes to in 2006 and seven. Because I had to pay my dues. You gotta play the small clubs to play the stadiums, and the best play the small clubs while they're playing the stadiums. Co, I, I'm gonna say this with all due respect to your wife. My intuition when I see that is your wife doesn't understand business. She's a transactor. She's looking at you and saying, Co, don't do that. You get paid, yelling at you. You get paid for that. What she doesn't understand is if you do the right four or five projects, shit, if you do one. Yes. I mean, you oh, tell I'll, me this I'll, is right, I'll, right? I'll, I'm sure this is it. right. I've lived it. One picture can change your career. Absolutely. I've been paid 50,000, more than 50,000 bucks for a picture on a lot of occasions. And That's the first insane. time I did it, the first time I did it, it was so a crazy. game changer. It went from like literally eating ramen to I had a photo studio with employees. That's unbelievable. Yeah, it is, and, and that scale. Did you get nice paid way. for that photo? Oh, yeah. Okay, well, so to me, the better part of the story, you fucked up my story, would have been if, <laughs> is if you did it for, but. So uh, here, I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna actually, here's the creator's response, as like, go I ahead. know we're both creators, but the, in the photography no, go, world that we're talking I got about. It. So I, I advocate one of two, actually, I advocate one thing, and that is playing both games and stay the fuck out of the middle. 
So you either like I will I my, my my rate is ten grand, but I love your project. I know you don't have ten grand. I judge I judge things by on two accounts. One, do I love them? Is it passionate? Do I love the people, the brand? Is it an opportunity? Or do I get sort of paid? And when I can put them both together, that's great. But I'm not gonna take $500. Because the $500 person never turns into the 50,000 person. Because when they have 50 grand, they don't say, oh, let's call the $500 photographer. So I would either do it for free or do it for the full rate. And anything in between is danger. I totally, fundamentally agree with that. I'm a big fan of the clouds and the dirt. The yep. extremism of the raw, raw, raw and the high, 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 and I'm a big believer in that. And, and by the way, I, I also think you have to know where you're at. Like, For, oh yeah, like pretending it, is, yeah, it's gonna get you in trouble. Yeah, I'm so big, like the amount of friends that yell at me, designers, got so mad at me when I started doing this. They're like, fuck you Gary Vee, you're gonna, you're gonna give away wine for free? I'm like, dude, you're, you're in the service business. Like I paid for the wine, thus I resell it for more. I'm like, I'm in the service business now. I do tons of stuff for, sure. for spec to be a gateway drug to get paid. I'm like, dude, nobody knows who the fuck you are. Yeah. Your design is not that great. You think you're so great? Why don't you get some business and money before you worry about spec work? People are more upset about the religion and the emotion around it than, than how actual. it actually practically affects them. That's so true. It's so true. So you got one more question? Yeah, you want another question, Nasa? Why don't you fire something up? In the meantime, I'm gonna go back to that. The problem that I see with people trying to work for $500 is that they will always beat that $500 rate. Well, look, I think it also comes down to who they are. I mean, one, one thing I would tell a lot of you and I've told a lot of my photography friends and painting friends is never do the next job for what you did the last one for until always. the market tells you fuck you. Always. That's how I did my speaking career. I didn't yeah. know how to price. Yeah. I got a great story, I'll do it in one second. Sweet. First call ever, he's like, Gary Vee, we want you to speak at this event. I'm like, yeah. They're like, what's your, uh, what's your fee? I'm like, what? I was like, hold on. I was like, holy shit, this is amazing. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, okay, paid. put them back on. I'm like, uh, so, I, so I'm a businessman at this point. I'm 32 years old, built a big business. So I'm no dope. I'm not like, how did this happen? I go, uh, okay, I'm like, what's the most expensive number I can throw? Because I can always go, right? You For know? sure, and without laughing at yourself. Right, <laughs> so I'm like, $5,000. And they said, great. He goes, great, we'll send you over to contract. I'm like, Nick, fuck. <laughs> so we're talking. And I, by I, the way, the this is where I'm a, I'm a bad guy. I'm yeah. a bad guy. Listen to this. So we're talking, and I'm like, motherfucker, he said five. He said yes, yes so fast. so fast, it's terrible. So we're talking, we're talking, and he's like, okay, let's wrap it up here. So you're gonna give a one hour talk for five. I'm like, whoa, like, whoa, 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 whoa. I thought you said minutes. a half an hour talk. <laughs> I go, I'm sorry bro, I feel so, I'm sorry my ear, maybe I didn't hear, like I'm so apologetic but I gotta be honest with you, for one hour talks, it's $10,000. He goes, okay great, I go fuck, (laughs) I was so pissed, I'm like, and so. It's so true. And that's, so I'm I'm hopeful that if they're watching here, if they're watching here, that if, you know, you should always have the confidence and the self-esteem to raise it one more time, raise it one more time, and the market will say no. For sure, at some point. But yep. find out what that is. Find 100%. Out what that, and people ask me, like, what's your rate? I'm like, I don't have a rate. I try and figure out how much money you have and I extract that plus, that plus $5. Just, I understand. And, and because what it makes you do is realize and respect the value of the person who's sitting across the table from you. It's like, I, what I want you to say is like, how much is it to speak? 20 grand, like, oh, shit. 
shit, okay, well, I have to go back, and we only had 15 budget, I think I might be able to make it happen, and they go back and they go, great, we yeah. got 20. Yeah. So just swim upstream just a little bit. Yeah. All right, so I think we're gonna end this, okay. but I, I gotta go back, and we need to wrap up a couple of things in the show, and I wanna talk a little bit about this before we go. So you folks out here in Facebook land, thanks so much, I love you, See and you this is on 30 Days of Genius. And if you haven't like heard of that thing, or you haven't like clicked the blue sign up button, it's free, sit down with me, Gary, Gary uh, Richard Branson, Ariana Huffington, like, do it, let's go, come on, bye. Great advice, thanks guys, bye Matt, bye Alvin, minutes. bye Karen. I have three minutes. Okay. <coughs> I'm gonna so give you this fast. Burp. All right, so, oh, now I like sitting close to you, there's good energy, but it's also, it's hot, it's warm. This, you've been yes. on the tirade of this thing for the yes. last like 60 days, is yes. that fair to say? Yes. What are you working on next? Because Building VaynerMedia. Back putting, to putting and putting out great shows. I did a call-in show for episode 200 uh, that right. I loved, like the Ask Gary V mm-hmm. show in call-in format, becoming a 1970s radio host. Loved it, so I'm gonna do that. Uh, and the Daily V, the vlog that I'm yep. doing. Um, I'm just gonna do more practitioner stuff. I'm gonna, the time that I'm not doing podcasts or things like this, I'm gonna play with Musical.ly. I'm gonna play with Anchor. I'm gonna play with After School. I'm gonna play with all these emerging platforms. Uh, And I'm also going to stay very on top of Snapchat, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Pinterest, Instagram. So I'm gonna go into practitioner mode. Which I truly believe separates me from a lot of the people that look like me. I'm doing and talking about it. Sure. Not, I did it once, and now I'm gonna spend the rest of my time talking about it. And I think that's dangerous for a lot of us creators. You get to a level when you're not in the dirt anymore, um, and I think that's dangerous. Let's go to the clouds and the dirt. The yes. dirt is doing it. Now, you can't actually be it. Well, if you, if you take a great picture and then you spend a year marketing it, you're never gonna get anywhere. Same, same is true for so many different professions, but let's talk about people who have that problem, yes. and how do, you get, how do you avoid it? Look, I think you have to first self Assess it. Okay. You have to realize you're in it. This is why you watch stuff like this. You're, I'm always hopeful that an interview brings value to somebody. Of course. Um, so, you know, if you're not happy with what's happening with your results, you have to look at it. You know, Vayner has not won as many new business pitches lately. I'm looking at it very aggressively. Yeah. Because what I want to happen is not happening. Yeah. So, if you've got this great picture and you've been marketing it for a year and you haven't sold it and nothing else is happening and your funds are drying up because you just you believe subjectively you have this great picture. I mean, I think that's probably a problem. Yeah, the marketplace. I think that's right. Right. So, what's around the corner? Like, what, what, you, you mentioned four or five apps in a, in a row. There, you I talked did. about musically. You talked about some a couple others I didn't track. Um, I think what's definitely around the corner is the continuation of this being the primary device in our society. Sure. And I think that the forty and fifty and sixty year olds are starting to realize it. And I think when that happens in society, because don't get it twisted, kids, as much as, I'm not a kid anymore, but as much as you wanna believe, there's always some old chick and old dude that are actually pulling the strings. Their belief in this revolution is now about to happen, and that's gonna burst open everything. It's gonna be a very interesting decade of greater opportunity than we've ever seen. On the flip side, a lot of startups are about to go out of business because they were all built to burn too much cash That's and not crazy, make money. Right? Um, mm. And uh, so it's gonna be a very interesting landscape for the next decade, in my one person's point of view, of a lot of carnage, yeah. but a lot of roses out of the concrete. Um, and so that's why I push practitionership so much, because you can't just be good at fundraising <laughs> anymore. 
because you got to build something. Three questions about yes. Gary. Number one, morning routine. What do you think about? What do you care about? How do you start your day? I poop <laughs> and look at my phone and look at my calendar and look at the top 150 free apps in the Apple store to figure out what's popping. Interesting. I do that every morning. It's the first thing I do. How important is taking care of yourself physically? Look, I think it's super important. I mean, you I- You were 30 pounds heavier last time I did didn't, this. I didn't do it for a long time. I did it because I think it's important. I know you can get hit by a bus. I know that cancer doesn't care a lot of times what weight you're at. Um, on the flip side, control what you can control. And so, I think that's happening. And you know what I'm excited about? Forget the physical thing, because I think that's been in the air for 20 years. Okay. The mental thing is coming. Oh, for sure. Meditation, yeah. mental health. I'm a huge health. advocate of all that I'm stuff. very excited that we're starting to talk about depression and suicide and I think it's healthy. I'm excited about it. I think I'm so mentally fit. I want to, I feel guilty that I got lucky that I want to provide the conversation. So I'm trying to reframe entrepreneurship, how hard it is, how depressing it can be. Um, and I think it's very important. Uh, what's something that people don't know about you that they would be surprised if they found out. This is the last question, so think about it for a second. I'm gonna start to close the show. You're thinking, and while he's thinking, I need you to sit on that couch for another five seconds after we're done so I can take your picture and then we'll get you out of here. So, now, back to the question. One thing that if you told people they would be surprised they didn't know about you. Um, I hate, and I mean viscerally, I am visceral to confrontation. Really? (laughs) <laughs> I told you. Holy shit. Mainly because when it's camera time yeah. and it's stage time, yeah. I'm very into it yeah. because I'm not talking to an individual person. But on an individual level, my biggest business weakness is I hate firing people and I was very bad at it. And it's because I hate negativity. The reason my companies have great culture is because I hate negativity so I fire all the cancers no matter how good they are because I suffocate in confrontation only at jet games and in public domains do I like confrontation, but everywhere else. It's also else, safer that way, right? It's like you're, it's generalized. Yeah, yeah it's, like, the crowd. The guy who's wearing you, the Patriots yeah. jersey isn't really Don. Yeah. Right? It's a dude He's a Patriots. piece of shit fucking Brady fan. You know what I mean? Like it's general. Like <laughs> so when, true. I, when I'm on stage, that's not Karen. Yeah. That's corporate you, America yeah. that's fucking stupid with television commercials. Got it? Yep. It's not Sal. It's He's a young kid entrepreneur bullshitter. He only knows how to make raise money. Got it? Yep. But when it's on a one by one, I'm, I'm visceral to it. I hate it. I'm very honey over vinegar. I don't like to be tough. I don't yell at people. Um, all my employees get a real kick out of the friends and family that are fans of me. And they're, when they tell them like, that how, like, how ridiculous, like, overwhelmingly soft I am in the yeah. trenches, yeah. they're completely flabbergasted if they only see my public keynotes. Beautiful. Thanks for your time, brother. All right, that about wraps it up. But before I let you go, I want to say, A, a huge thank you. B, let you know how to find me. I'm basically at Chase Jarvis all over the internet, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, I'm very active on Snapchat. You guys should check it. If that's a platform that you enjoy, uh, check me out there, as well as all the other ones. It's a super important ask for you to share this also. Uh, Subscribe via iTunes, SoundCloud, and or Stitcher. And most definitely, if you're willing to put in a little bit of extra juice, please leave a review on iTunes. That helps make our podcast more visible. Last place that you can check it out and and get some additional value is in my newsletter, which is chasejarvis.com slash VIP. That is where I put content out before it hits my social platforms. 
So that's sort of the insider track. Leave comments all over the internet for me. I will track them down and respond as best I can. And uh, again, huge thank you for listening to the podcast. And I'm looking forward to the next episode already. I hope you'll join me next time.